everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about music movies. They're not necessarily musicals. I think one of them can be counted as a musical, but the others are just movies that are related to music. So I hope all movie lovers or music lovers will love this episode. So let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Blue Giant. Dai Miyamoto is in the basketball club in middle school. One day, his friend takes him to a live jazz performance, which touches him on a deep level. From that point on, he begins to practice the tenor sax by himself, with no formal education and no ability to read sheet music. He aims to become the world's best saxophone player. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a Japanese anime, Blue Giant. It's a movie about jazz. I'm personally a jazz lover because I have some friends who are professional jazz musicians, so I go to jazz gigs from time to time. And this movie, Giant, is basically an exciting, dream-chasing young adult movie. When the crew was making this film, they knew that they were going to use the best quality and the loudest volume to present the music the protagonist performed to the audience. And actually, Blue Giant, the manga, was always considered as the manga that you could listen to, because even though it's just manga. The storyline and how the author presented, painted the story, made the reader feel that they're really listening to a jazz gig or a concert. So of course, the readers of this manga have always been wanting to listen to the actual sound of this manga, and now with the animation, the anime. People get to feel the touching power and how great the music is in Blue Giant. One of my friends who also loves jazz already bought the ticket to this movie, and I highly recommend anyone who loves music movies or if you're a jazz lover, even better. And actually, in Taiwan, we're going to have a lot of jazz festivals. For example, I just booked a ticket to 2023 Summer Jazz. It's going to be held at the National Music Hall. I've never been there because the ticket to Summer Jazz is always very popular, so I couldn't get any ticket before. But this time, it's going to be a date, so I'm really looking forward to it. And after Summer Jazz in October. My hometown Taichung is going to host a jazz festival, and a lot of musicians from around the world will come. So I think this is really a great season to watch a jazz movie. If you're a jazz lover, don't miss Blue Giant. And let's listen to the introduction of the second music movie we're going to talk about today: The Quest for Tone Wood. A luthier is, is obsessed with the idea、My、of crafting a violin. 
the sound of which is so exceptional that it will thrill the musician who plays it and caress the souls of those who hear it. This will require a special type of wood cut from a hallowed tree that is only found in a Balkan forest. A musical quest that is as thrilling as a high-stakes treasure hunt. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a co-production between Norway and the Netherlands. And actually, it's not about music itself; it's about the instrument. So before I start to introduce the movie, let's talk a little bit about the instrument first. The Quest for Tone Wood is a movie about violin. And it's not just regular violin; it's a very special one called Stradivarius. I hope my pronunciation is correct. It's one of the best violins in the world, in the whole music history. Not only because the value of the violin itself is really high, its price actually rises through time and. Because of the person who played it and owned it, also it's considered as one of the important indicator of artifacts and cultural investment. Although during World War II, the market demand of violins stopped for a while. After the war, Asian new market emerged, and the European economy recovered. The demand for a violins increased again. What I just mentioned was just the background of violin making, so you can tell that the quest for tone wood is a movie exploring the mystery and legend of violin making. And actually, the quest for tone wood is a documentary. So the protagonist in the documentary, Gasper, is looking for a very special wood. Called the flame maple. The reason why a lot of violin makers love this kind of wood is because the humidity of this kind of flame maple is only a quarter of the humidity in modern maple, and that's the reason why the tone of violins made with this kind of wood is so great. In the quest for tone wood. We not only can witness how Gasper present this violin he made to the violinist he admires very much, Janine Jensen, but also be able to see that how a tree that grew in the forest for hundreds of years, when it faces the end of its life, it could actually be turned into one of the most valuable instruments in the world. So, if you're interested in violin making, or you love documentary, I recommend you to watch the Quest for Tone Wood. Before we move on to Top Double O Seven and talk about the only action movie we're going to talk about today, and the other music movie, let's review what we had from last week first. Top three was the Super Mario Bros. movie. Top two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. And top one, Fast and Furious. Let's listen to top seven to top four. Top five, Shin Kamen Rider. The Machine. He's a monster. 
<sighs> Are you the machine? Ma'am, the party's outside. 23 years ago, you stole the only top four. The roundup, no way out. Wow, all movies on this part of the chart this week are new faces. And actually, the only one that I've seen is Shin Kamen Rider. But I'd like to talk about the roundup No Way Out once again. Remember I introduced it at newly released last week? I think it's just a great movie that I need to recommend it one more time. If you listened to last week's episode, you would know that the roundup series was played by Ma Dong-sok. He's the protagonist. But actually, when he was filming the third episode, which is this one, The Roundup No Way Out, he kept hurting himself. Actually, he said when he was little, preparing to be a boxer, he hurt himself on his shoulder. So when he films right now, he would be very careful. But while filming The Roundup No Way Out, he still hurt his toes and fingers. A lot of times. So there are still a lot of worries and situations that he would feel very difficult during the process. First of all, I was very surprised that Ma Dong Sok once wanted to become a boxer. I mean, I could tell. Look at his physic condition. You can tell he's probably an athlete before and he's became famous because he played Trent to Busan, and he also demonstrated some action scenes in it. So you could tell he probably practiced some uh, martial arts or something related to that, but I never imagined that he wanted to be a professional or athlete boxer before. Even though he hurt himself a lot, this is already the third episode. The antagonists and new crimes keep appearing, Ma Dong-so really hoped that he could demonstrate a brand new image with some rhythmic hits in the movie. So if you're a fan of Ma Dong-so, I highly recommend you to watch the roundup No Way Out. Now it's time for top 3 to top 1. Let's check it out. Top 3. The Super Mario Bros. Movies. <laughs> I got this. Top 2. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I'm done running. Top 1. To Fast and Furious 10. You might want to buckle up. The Little Mermaid. She got legs, you idiot. Wow, The Little Mermaid is on the top of the chart this week, so of course we're going to talk about it. The Little Mermaid is Disney's latest live-action movie. Everyone knows that the hype is the new generation of Ariel. Although it has been a trending topic since the end of the casting, the key point of this live-action Little Mermaid is to highlight that Ariel is apparently different from her multi-culture family members. No matter it's her dark skin or her red hair, because even if we 
Go back to see the animation version. Ariel was white, but she's the only person in her family with red hair, so it's apparent that she's different. So this time, Disney just makes the difference even more significant. Plus the adventurous spirit and curiosity she's born with, the character setting this time is actually more well-rounded. Director Rob Marshall also emphasized that this story is about soul and wisdom, true heart and purity. Yes, it may be a very weird combination, but this is how it's made. In order to intensify the distance and difference between the sea world and human world, the scriptwriter also adjusted some plot setting in the movie. Although the animation was released in 1989, you can still say Disney's *The Little Mermaid* is a romantic parable in the modern world, because if you know the original story. I mean, Anderson's *The Little Mermaid*. It was a sad story. It was a tragedy. In the end, the prince got married with a princess, and Ariel became Bubbles. But Disney's version gives the audience a happy atmosphere. And even if you put this story to modern world, you can still tell that this story is about a girl who can't fit in. And the story tells us how she creates her brand new life with her determination, passion, and courage. Some may wonder why Anderson created a tragedy, because Anderson's real feeling wasn't accepted by this world. So he's somebody who couldn't fit in as well. He loved people with the same sex as him, but at the same time, he also pursued. The opposite sex, but he was rejected by someone with his own sex before. It was really a heartbreaking story for Anderson to write. I wouldn't say The Little Mermaid is superb, that you have to watch it, but I do hope that everyone who loves music movie can go watch it. Don't miss a good movie because you don't like how Disney treats its casting. And that's all the time we have for today. I hope you like this week's theme, music movies. And I will try my best to come up with another theme next week. So remember to come back same time at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.